1: Coming at our midday grind, five nine of the fan. 12.06 in St. Louis. A little warmer. Charlie, did you write down the temperature? Didn't need to write it down because I
2: actually checked my phone before. We get it. You have a phone. I have a phone. Smartphone. I did the odd Uh, thing. Hopefully neighbors weren't watching. I was walking my dog just around our street with shorts on. Is that
0: really the oddest thing you do, though, from your neighbor's perspective? I
2: think when you see your neighbor, it's about 39 degrees. He's walking the dog in shorts. It's not a good look. But... I was coming to radio, work out afterwards, kind of a vacation day for Charlie. No Fox 2 tonight. Oh, Let's do boy. this, Martin. Oh, so Take because care of it. you're off TV, there won't be an 11 o'clock news, right? Tell you what. If you want to have me just phone in, I'll have
0: a couple of beers tonight. Please do Here's that. Here's the deal. Call in the sports... The, the sports part of the news. Hey, so Do a graphic. Join Charlie Marlowe on the phone. Do a graphic. Hey, guys, live. Illinois
2: played. Here's some plays. I can't see them, but, uh, yeah, that's a
1: basket. There's another basket. Here's Voice up.
2: And the Blues game is late, so I can give you some up-to-date commentary. A yeah. couple beers in. As you're
0: watching the game. As I
2: watch the game. <laughs>
0: So you're in great spirits. Allen just made a save. It's uh, 1-1 with uh, 19 and a half, 1920 now remaining in the second period.
1: I think in the past there have been some late Saturday nights where you have to tape the Sunday morning sports, and there was a game, could have been a Cardinals, Blues, doesn't matter, but it was West Coast, so we taped, and we had a couple of early plays, and I said, and here's a look at that final score. And they would just put up a scoreboard because you're not going to sit there for another
0: hour and a half. But what if there was like a perfect game thrown?
1: And here's a look at that scoreboard. <laughs> and the the
0: scoreboard morning
1: people, <laughs> they can take care of it. <laughs> scoreboard could say 40 to nothing. Like,
2: And here's a look at that score.
0: Eight home runs hit by the same player. But look, you're also helping
2: out your fellow colleagues. You're helping out the company. You don't want the company to have to spend more money on overtime, right? There go. You want everybody to get home early, get back to their families. This is kind of helping out yeah. your fellow man. And let me tell you this. Because I work late, driving home last night, I believe – I believe the Ducks took the lead during the commercial break before sports, 4-3. So I'm driving home then. Pretty damn fun listening to that call. Curbs and Joey Vitale going nuts as the Blues score two goals in, what, 12 seconds. Great radio right there. Almost as good as the midday grind.
1: It's also, I think (laughs) the Blues call that 11 to midnight when they're out with the coveted hour. Sure. At that time. Uh, No two Blues games are the same. It was exciting. They came back, beat the Ducks 5-4. They had a two-goal lead. I know that's the Doug Vaughn dreaded two-goal lead. It was the 11th time this year that they blew a two-goal lead. Doug said it first. The Blues have proven it. The dreaded two-goal lead. They're up 3-1 against a bad Ducks team. They were on their way to what would have been a brutal loss. That third straight loss, everybody would have been reaching for the, the panic. But where do we keep the panic button? Typically, it's closer to Bush Stadium, I think. Blues fans have been known to reach for the panic button. It was about to be a really bad loss, and then one of your more exciting Blues wins in history. I'm not saying you'll remember it in 20 years, but it's one of the better comebacks you could ever have in the sport of hockey. When you pull your goalie, and the Blues have done that 17th—I got numbers, Chuck. You got the temperature. I got numbers. 17th time this year that they pulled the goalie late, and it's only the second time
2: it resulted in a goal. And look, you know I'm an optimist. So the fact that they win the game, fantastic, great win. Also covers up the fact that if the Blues would have lost that game, what is all the talk today? Bennington. Bennington Correct. Not on his game, allowing a couple bad ones, and you're starting to worry a bit. So here is, that, go, is that fair?
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So here you go, Hoff. Petro is 9-11, and then Bennington is Chandra Levy, okay? Because... Okay, no, you're going to
0: need to walk through this one. Remember. Like, this Yeah, visit- no, I know who she is. I'm revisiting. Or who she
1: was. The worst analogy in the history of sports radio that I happen to have offered up a while back. But anytime somebody's about to be the focus and then something else comes along.
0: They never I did get Gary to- Condit on that, did they?
1: Chandra Levy was an intern, I believe, in Washington, D.C. Yeah, Senator- and- missing Gary, Condit? Gary yeah. Condit from California. And their- I think they had an affair and everybody thought he did it. Just like Jordan Bennington. But it was <laughs> it was headline news 24-7, and then I believe the next day or so is when 9-11 happened and nobody ever talked about Gary Condon oh, again.
0: Okay, now I see it. So okay. that is why it's a That's... terrible,
1: horrible analogy. Uh, if I'm Mike Caruso listening right now, you should text in and say, I'm taking your Blues credential away. That's fair. I mean, I, mean, I go all the time, but I don't want to. Sure. You take it away, I, then I can't go. <laughs> Terrible analogy, but to Chuck's point, Bennington was about to be today's story. Instead, it's the comeback. It's Robert Thomas. It's Petro. It's the amazing
2: comeback against the Ducks. And how about Shenner on a personal 12 game winning streak because they're rocking and rolling. That first line is rocking and rolling. Shen goes down. And again, the Blues weren't going to sustain that. We all know that. But still, two, three, and one with Shenner out. He comes back in with an immediate impact. They have three power play goals early. He scores the first one on a deflection, which is kind of funny because as we were at Blues practice at the, it's called the St. Louis Outlet Mall in Hazelwood Mills.
1: It's the uh, empty barn out there. It's anti-ants,
2: Unincorporated. It's
1: off 370. Where's that? Off 270. Where's that?
2: Near 70. But true story, as we're (laughs) watching practice, and you're trying to draw what you can from a practice and see if a David Perron looks like he's close. Shen spent... The second portion of practice, in front of the net, working on deflections. So what happens there in the first period? Tarasenko shot, Schenner deflection, Blues on the board, Blues win late with an unbelievable comeback.
1: Not only are you a positive person, you become sort of a Blues guy. And then I find out Chuck did, he didn't just do like a podcast. He was a guest, and it was on video for over an hour. That's how
0: long it was? I haven't seen I, it I
1: have not had a ch- Don't spoil it for me. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. But Hockey Bob, who has time, watched it and then gave you a shout out and said, love your blues optimism. Maybe it'll wear off on Kill Coin, which will not happen. But what did you offer up for blues analysis? Don't give it all away. You You act like I never cover the blues. (laughs) But what did you. I'm at the blues skates and the practices. I understand that. What did you talk about with a guy from Hawaii for an hour? First of all, while on
2: video. Shout out to my guy. We'll give him a shout out here. Are you strict now? Guy, the Hawaii Blues fan on Twitter, at Hawaii Blues fan. Very nice guy. He is a retired disabled Navy vet from Maryland Heights, moved out there to Hawaii. He lives right by one of the Air Force bases because we actually did this. Is it called a vodcast, video podcast, whatever it's called? Or someone call it a vlog. Maybe. Whatever it is. A video yeah. vlog. There, were, there were fighter jets flying over us as we're talking. But this dude is very cool. He's a fan. So you're kind of just talking from a fan's perspective, but he clearly watches all the games. He loves the blues. He likes to interview the former players, the media members and such. So check out Guy. The Blues fan in Hawaii. He's got the uh, the podcast. It's weird how he vodcast. asked uh,
0: Charlie, not you, Martin, isn't it? He wanted to get Charlie's... Uh, well, inside. that's what
1: I'm
2: saying. Chuck's a hockey to guy. To be fair. Seems to think to he's more fair. of a hockey
0: insider than you are.
2: To be fair, I follow this gentleman, and he does request interviews from a lot of media peeps. But it was fun.
1: It was Very, a fun I was podcast. I was more surprised at the length, the hour-long...
2: Comprehensive, in-depth.
1: Yeah. Was there ever a time where it was clear he knew more about the franchise than you, where he would say... Yeah, I hear that uh, Kairou tweaked the ankle the other night, too. And you're
2: like, sounds right. Did what he? else? But look, we no cover really? the team. When? When? No, no, we no. get the press releases. We're there at the skates and the practices. However, Guy, being a longtime Blues fan, I've said this all the time. I grew up in Toledo, Ohio. I did not follow the Blues as a kid. What? Everybody, Why every not? Blues fan here knows more about the history of the Blues than I do. You can't You can't grow up hours away and and know as much as the fan base that watched every game and every season and know all the players and all the random players and all the great games from the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s.
0: Were you a Red Wings fan growing up?
2: I was kind of a Red Wings fan. You had the Toledo Storm. Ramy. Toledo Storm was their minor league affiliate, ECHL, okay. in Toledo. I mean, the Red Wings at that time, Stevie Y, Sergei Fedorov, Nicholas Lidstrom, they were pretty dang, pretty dang good.
1: Uh, people can find that online wherever vlogs are available. How YouTube. about that? Yeah, find it on YouTube. All right, Chuck Hoff, Rocky O'Martin in studio here. This hour brought to you by our friends at Fast Eddie's in Alton, Illinois. I, that'd be great. To, maybe I could call in Is it too late for me now to call in sick? You and I go up there at 1 o'clock, doors open. I know you're kind of on a health kick, but eh, maybe in a little exception today. You get the Fat Eddie Burger, take the butt off. There you go.
2: First of all, I always make an exception, even when I'm trying this to be on a true. health kick. I have sure. a whole month till this vacation. I'm trying to get beach ready. I have 30 days, but I will take an exception tonight and lots of other nights if you ask.
1: Um, <laughs> Here's the point. Food's great. What's there's, the point? There's one? Food's great, yeah, and you can grab two friends, 20 friends. Go by yourself. Doesn't matter. Fast Eddie's got room for you. I love the fact on the weekend, a lot of birthday parties are loading up in a party bus. They just pull up and get out, and it's... 20, 30 people. doesn't matter. They've got room. It's a huge place. They can accommodate. They hand out about 100 birthday T-shirts a week. It's always fun at Fast Eddie's turning 21, turning 60, whether it's a bachelorette party, hop on by. Fourth and Broadway, that's the address. It's downtown Alton. You can't miss it. Clark Bridge, turn right. It's on Fast Eddie way to get you there, so you can't get lost. Huge parking lot across the street, and then the fun. You get in there. I wonder if they have. You know, on radio, they have average time listening or TSL time and spent listening. And all of
0: ours just happened to be an hour, just, you know. Yeah, exactly 60 an hour. minutes for
1: the show. Time spent listening. I would love to know the average time people spend inside Fast Eddie's. Because someplace you go in, you eat, fast food, you get out. People just sort of hang out there. It's great fun. If you haven't been, head on up. Menu hasn't changed. The pricing hasn't changed. And that is good news for you. Coldest beer anywhere. It's great fun at Fast Eddie's in Alton, Illinois charlie you mentioned walking the dog and i heard a story today tma was in a break and there was a national news story that said it's becoming a problem injuries are this is like dr rick older people walking their dogs how many times do you see an older person a lot of times right how old just older
2: i don't know (laughs) Okay, but I, I'm not seventy to... and up. Okay, okay, but... seventy and up. What the... I think you need to say that though. You because... got mad at well,
0: that follow up. No, it's not because 40, look,
2: it's not fifty. I no, mean, but I think look, you my know dad. What an older person no, looks no, like. no. My dad is seventy. Kill his mic. I don't consider him old. I mean, if you're talking about a decrepit old elderly person, what are we talking like seventy-five, eighty? They did not specify. I'll call we ABC. Should have. News. Can you call
1: like... ABC News? And say we need specific.
0: I'll try.
1: But what they said, I had not thought about. But you could see it being a thing. They said there's becoming an increasing not an epidemic, but injuries to older people who are getting pulled over by the dog, especially in the wintertime. Oh and it, how many times you see the little old lady walking the dog and you never think about it? If rover gets loose or jer- jerks the leash, down goes grandma. If
0: you can have a big dog, they can they can pull the, yeah. the the shoulder right out of the socket. You've had that happen. I haven't see? no, but oh,
1: oh your mom did, right? Did she? What, didn't your mom get injured with the dog?
0: Oh, my dog uh, broke her knee. Um, that ankle, broke I her ankle. I forgot about that. I, I did forget about that. I was in hospital for six months. That was in October. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was just a, like three months ago. Uh, yeah, she did break her ankle. The dog or ran maybe her over. Joe Goldberg's dog pulled him over. I forget. Now, to
2: your point and Hoff's point, <sighs> I don't think it's just with old people. As Hoff said, if you have a big dog and all of a sudden that dog just runs and jerks the leash, you can see a lot of people who are, who are not elderly, all right. of a sudden the shoulder gets ah. pulled out of the socket ah. and whatnot. Ah. And whatnot.
1: Anyway, be careful out there. Just that,
0: have a dog like Martin and just have it run away every now and again, and that's the dog's exercise. What right? it
2: comes down to is if you want your dog to get exercise, send them, not on the books today, but Kennelwood Pet Resorts, <laughs> you let them run all the energy out of your dog, then they come back and they're chill for you. Here's the deal. I love Kennelwood. Love Tanya, the trainer. Tanya, she's uh, German. from Germany. She's very, very strict, and she's she's a disciplinarian with both the dog and the it, dog parents. Correct. And she will hold you accountable. And I mean this in a positive way. She will she put me in my place when I tried to tell her a fib once that I didn't. <laughs> you
0: tried to lie about training your dog. Why are you lying?
2: I wasn't lying. It's trying a to fib. make yourself look better. It's a fib. Why? Blood, lie? A fib is not a lie. Not a lie. It's a fib. When <laughs> yes. you're doing the invisible fence. You're supposed to, anytime you let your dog out to go to the bathroom, you're supposed to walk him or her around the fence. Well, come on. You're lazy. I got the baby. I just send him out there. And she's like, Did you ever let the dog out there? On his own. On his own. I go, Oh, no. She no. Goes, Actually, 12 times you did. I have it on a computer. Yes. And can, I was like, ah, uh, um, that must have been my wife.
1: It's unbelievable. They can track 100% everything. And I, I would never fib, but I think I misremembered some facts sure. when I was talking to Tanya. But what has happened lately? Because we need the driveway repaired, replaced. One of the lines got cut, mm. and the dog who have always said "Love Sully," but I've always that's my guy, but I've always said <laughs> he's kind of stupid. And she said, "No, no, 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 you're st- no." She didn't say you're stupid. She said that would have been
0: funny. <laughs> she said the dog
1: is actually super wicked smart because when the line was working, he knew it was going to hurt, but he made a decision like. Well, the hell with it. I'm going for it. Like, he would plow through anyway, even though it would give him a shock. And Does she that said, make
0: him smart? It doesn't no, seem to make him smart.
1: But she said he had recognition and he was making a conscious decision instead of a dumb dog on doop, 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 doop. See, he,
0: that's what I think it is. I think it's the dumb dog just keeping going and just ignoring it.
1: So, however, what this has led to now is occasionally he wanders in my phone, and I could show you guys. I have, like, four different numbers labeled dog people, and it's like their addresses because he's gotten loose. This is terrible. It's an epidemic. It's going to be fixed along with my driveway. And if we have a great asphalt company out there, I'd love to
0: talk to you. I would like you to.
1: 8255 282 I'm ready to redo the driveway. Give me a call. And then we can keep Sully wrapped up. But he's awful smart, so he may still try and I would
0: away. like you to tell these people that that's how they're in your phone ass. Not so much first name, last name. Is this dog person Dog two? person one. Dog person two. <laughs> To me, though, this sounds
2: more like maybe the lifestyle that Martin is giving Sully is so bad that he <laughs> would rather injure himself with a shot collar and do anything to get away from that household. i
1: stay with this son of a bitch <laughs> before I can run. All he does is drink all
0: night. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Passes out by the pool. I think
1: the story would have been much better if Tanya, the tough trainer at Kennewood, loved Kenwood. Tanya's fantastic. If if I said he's stupid, you're stupid.
2: And she she would 100% say that. And I say that in a professional manner. Like, she's great at her job. Look, we need accountability in this world. You need bosses and coaches and parents and teachers to coach you and your children and your pets up. And she will hold you accountable in a good way to make sure that your dog is safe and healthy and happy.
0: Next topic.
1: Next topic: Billikens win on senior night. Uh, it was a rough night for Chuck.
2: I apologize. Gambling wise, yes. Yeah, rough night.
0: Sorry, Chuck. We'll, we'll take, we'll take the blame for Marquette being outscored. Hoff and I will throw
1: a little into the kitty. They still well, call it. I'm not kitty. doing
0: that. I'm not giving you money, but i oh. will just you know sympathies.
1: Marquette was up nine with about four minutes to go. They managed to lose <sighs> by nine. That's hard to do. I apologize. And then the Billikens, who you thought would play well early, well, that's their trend. Correct. Yes did
0: not. In fact, they looked terrible for a while. you thought Mizzou was due for a letdown against Georgia and in fact it was the exact You
2: opposite. had bad nights, but look, yes. I'm always happy when our local teams win and our local guys do great. How awesome is it to see now Torrence Watson, who was a role player for basically this entire season, now breaking out at the end of his freshman year, the stud from Whitfield, filling it up from three last night. Georgia,
1: one of the worst teams I've seen in a long time. And I think Joe Waljasper, who's out of Columbia, tweeted out, for some reason, I'm now inspired to go back and figure out how Georgia won 11 games. They had, what, 11 at halftime? 14 at halftime points? 25 Brutal. to 14. Brutal. But Mizzou gets the win. That's the upside. Not not focusing on the negative. Mizzou wins a game. Wow. Torrance oh. Watson lo- looks good. Billikens hey. win on senior night. And instead of Javon Bass, who obviously is compromised these days, Tremaine Isabel Jr., Goes off, thirty nine points on senior night. Billikens win. It's their nineteenth win. Fifteen
0: and two home record this year. Georgia beat Texas. How did they do that? They scored ninety eight in that game. How did they score ninety eight against Texas? It's
1: possible. They, did they kick some players off, or did some players quit after that game immediately? They'd, they'd
0: be Florida at Florida
1: because Tom Brady do do has even said, "Well, I, I got a really bad." T-. He basically said, "I've been handed a
0: terrible." Did he team. pull the Majerus? Hey. I didn't recruit them and they didn't recruit me. You know, if
1: Liddell and Lish want a senior night, they can have it somewhere else. Well, no coach they actually they they actually play for the well, they Oh, not my guys. Oh, it's it's a little rude.
2: Okay, but even if you have a bad recruiting class or a couple at Georgia, it's still Georgia. Yes, it's, Atlanta. it's a pretty it's a pretty big time SEC program and you're supposedly a big-time coach who's been to a Final Four. All I'm saying is oh yeah, he, he, just, to Final Four? he just
0: landed the top recruit in the country.
2: Okay, right. we're talking about this year. Where did he go
0: to a Final Four with?
2: Was he not there with Marquette? Marquette? I know. I wanted you to bring it oh, up. Okay. Marquette, Dwayne yeah. You confused me there for a second. Wow. My point, though, is Kentucky. you can see how these programs like Konzo this year, they're not a good team, but Whoa. they'll be around. Whoa. No, look, they'll be around 500. My point is for Tom Crean be be that bad. For Tom Crean in his worst season, I feel like in the SEC, maybe you're a little under five hundred, but you're around five hundred overall. That's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah, eleven wins at a power six conference team is bad. But the Billikin game But he's a good guy, nice guy. The Billikin game to me. No. Among the senior night theme,
1: (laughs) the headline was the celeb watch, which you usually get on Fox during a World Series, like, Oh, Mary Hart's here. Oh, there's Larry King. The Billikins were able to do that. Foxman West, Danny McTroy-Robertson doing the game. Anthony Bonner, a Billiken Hall of Famer. Of course, he's going to be there. Chris Pronger, Hockey Hall of Famer. Was he sitting with
0: Strick? I did not see Strick there. I was surprised. I was hoping to see Strick right
1: behind him. Without Strick. (laughs) I don't know if Pronger's son was with him, who's a really good basketball player at MICDS. And they're doing the celeb. Oh, Larry Hughes. There you go. NBA alum and Billiken Hall of Famer. Oh, And there's Marcus Allen. Everybody's like, oh, great. We showed those clips at 9 o'clock, and you don't have time. Like, hey, look at all the people at the Billiken game. Chris Pronger, Marcus Allen, and Anthony Bonner. Sports ends, and John Brown, the news guy, said, why is Marcus Allen? So if you haven't heard or been paying attention, like we all know that he lives in O'Fallon, Illinois. If you hadn't been paying attention and you see those highlights and you're a sports fan, wouldn't that be your first reaction? to?" What in the hell is Marcus Allen, (laughs) USC,
0: Raiders, Super Bowl MVP? What the hell is he doing at a Billiken game? Oh, it's okay. It lives in O'Fallon, which makes it all the more weirder. Well, right. It doesn't 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 really answer the question. Oh, he
1: lives in O'Fallon, (laughs) Illinois.
0: So he's, wait a minute. And he
1: has, I believe he has a kid who's in school over there. So he's living here. It's great to have him. And a friend of mine was coming back from the Super Bowl. Uh, uh, Matt Offenberg, a a year ago, was coming back from the Super Bowl. He said, on my flight. Was Aeneas Williams and Marcus Allen (laughs) nice? (laughs) How does that happen? A couple of pro football Hall of Famers. So it was great to see him there. I'm glad he's in the area. It's weird. It's got that Daryl Strawberry
2: vibe to it now. But it's not weird. It's cool. It is cool. Think about it. People are always bashing. Eight five five. People are always bashing St. Louis. Think about how many former pro athletes that played here, maybe even a couple years. One year, two years, three years. A lot of times they marry a St. Louis gal. They stay here. Blues, Cardinals, and then you have guys like Marcus Allen now, Daryl Strawberry, coming back to live in this area. We get a lot of flack nationally, but this is a good place to live. And the answer is usually the same. Daryl Strawberry, what are you doing living here? Well, a woman I met. Oh, she's from here. Okay.
1: Hey, Marcus. Well, it's a woman that I know. Okay.
2: But that's how it works. I Look met at you. a beautiful, smart, intelligent St. Louis woman. Is and she now podcasting
1: this show lately? Is she that doesn't why, is she listen. listening right now? Is that I doubt that. She used to listen. Did I scare her off with the voice?
2: You think? Yes. Yeah, she was a little mad at you for a uh, while there. Is, is that the end of that? She's still no, she's good you. now. But if she's not listening, then I can bring the voice back. Yes, you can. See, I yeah. say you need to do it more like it's just the – see, I did this voice once. It was on the commercial – for, was it Bird Early Cutler? Yeah. Why are the knives not sharp? Why are the knives so yeah. dull? Yes. It's and <laughs> it was it was a net. Na- what I was trying to go for. I'm a bad actor. I was trying to go for that <laughs> nagging grandma oh, at boy. Thanksgiving or Christmas. And my wife thought we were mocking her again. No, and I no, said, no. no, I wouldn't. You might. I wouldn't. I said that was that was
0: boilerplate
2: nagging grandma.
0: Yeah. To be fair, the Jess voice. It wasn't so much the voice as it was the context that you would use the voice in. Also, it wasn't like, and then you saw your wife, and she said, "Hey, how was your day?" And the Jess voice. It was always like in a naggy kind of, "Why are yeah. you doing this? Why are you doing that?" kind of way. But also,
2: why <laughs> do <laughs> nag? Not mine, whoa, not ours. Whoa. But most wives, again, not ours, but there. most wives there. do there. nag a little bit. Eight five Next five. Next topic: two, eight, two, <laughs> 80, two, 50, Actually, drop
1: five. out. <laughs> Uh, if, yeah, if we post this later, just go ahead and delete that. 855 282 Cool or weird that Marcus Allen lives in this area? I think that's a great question. How is it weird? It's cool. It's weird. It's, weird. it's, it's weird. not
2: weird. It's it, it's both. Dude, to have Marcus, Allen, Don't hedge. To have Marcus cool. Allen doing media interviews, he's a big golfer. He's yes. always around town. That is cool. Same with Daryl Strawberry. He was at the PGA Championship media day when they had all the St. Louis celebs. And Joe
1: Buck's thinking like, and over here, we've got someone. And, and Marcus Allen is here. Pro Football Hall of Fame. I think it's weird else I think it's cool I'm sorry I'm hedging Frank would not allow this 855 282 55 take it to the bank Blues win tonight over the Kings Chuck
2: 100% don't gamble not only that I don't gamble on hockey I think the Blues are going to blow them out
0: is it because of like um, uncertainty with goalies every night you don't bet on hockey it just takes one good goalie game to kind of screw it up
2: I just I like gambling football and I like gambling March Madness those okay, are the only sure. two sports slash events I actually enjoy following and gambling what does Jeannie Mae prefer? Janie May prefer? Jeannie Mae likes to uh, that puck line on uh, hockey games.
1: Uh, Triad Bank brings you Take It to the Bank. Text it at 855-282-8255. And for all your banking needs, stop by and see them there in Frontenac on Clayton Road, one block west of Lindbergh. And it's a St. Louis-based bank, which matters. Because if you're looking to do business, you're a small business owner looking for little money to uh, upgrade what you're doing stop by and see them and the decisions on those loans are all made here they're not calling oh, i got to talk to fred and charlotte real quick i'm going to call the league
0: jeff fisher working at try bank now <laughs> apparently
1: <laughs> i uh i got to call the league real quick no 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 the decisions are made in st louis now jim regna is going to say why was jeff fisher working at our bank we'll call the
2: league jim
0: <laughs> and, and get point. those gummy bears Get <laughs> you could do that 7.9% financing oh
2: Hey Jim, by the way, when's our first uh, Cardinal suite game? I'll bring the gummy bears. Are you
0: talking to Jim through yeah, this live? He listens. He listens. Asking for free Cardinal tickets. Or I'll well, get a text not like just tickets. Tonight.
2: I just heard. No, this.
0: not just tickets. Also the suite. Oh, just so you know. Sorry. Company. You want to love Jim? Enjoy Red the Red company. Yeah.
1: So Jim and his team started the bank in 2005, and if you need a loan, make sure you talk to them because that decision is made in St. Louis. It is not made by Roger Cadell or Jeff Fisher. Just so we're clear. Triad yeah. Banking dot com is where you can find them on the web. You might find Strick in the lobby. It is the neighborhood friendly bank. Love the folks at Triad Bank. Got my mom bank in there these days. That's Love fantastic. And
2: I'll go in there
1: and they'll say, "How's your mom doing?" Those are the kind of people you want to do business with.
2: I have some seriously oh, no. interesting, or in Martin's, in Martin's uh, verbiage, cool slash weird news from the text line. I've never heard this. The Freeburg midget. I think we have to call him small person now. He says my buddy delivered drywall to Albert Bell's house. What? Here in O'Fallon, Illinois. What? Pretty bizarre.
0: He lives Whoa. here. Now I've never heard what? anything about this. Right. I can't confirm this. Did Albert Bell bash in the old drywall <laughs> with a bat or something like that? Hey, is that somebody that
2: with cork? <laughs> somebody in Freeburg says Albert Bell lives in O'Fallon. <laughs> lives in O'Fallon, All right, Illinois. I'm get on this. And I've never heard
1: that. Uh, Ted Koppel used to do this with Nightline. They'd have a really compelling show. Which I'm not making that comparison. Well, we did. And, He would kind of hold his earpiece and he would tell all the ABC, uh, attention stations, we're going to be running over. He would just announce on the air that his show, because it was live, (laughs) Nightline, that they'd keep going. With this development, uh, attention uh, hardline, we may go a little over today until we get to the bottom of this. If Albert Bell really lives in this area, who, by the way, had a huge rivalry with Joe Strauss back in the Baltimore days. Really? I, had, I could see that. That makes a lot of Joe sense. Joe had a lot of stories about dealing with, and if I said Albert, Joe would say, you mean Joey? Because it was Joey mm-hmm. Albert Bell. We will oh, get to the bottom of this. I funny. promise you, we've got 27 minutes until we go over, but we will. somebody out there knows even more. And on a slightly related note, Glenn Zimmerman, weather guy, is a K-State grad. Very excited the other night when Kansas, the run on top of the Big 12 came to an end. And he said yesterday, his wife is at work, and the guy comes from FedEx, UPS, the delivery guy. He's got a box he's delivering, and he's wearing K-State gear. So she just makes conversation and says, oh, wow, my husband's a huge K-State fan. He went there, and the guy said, oh, really? My son plays there. It was Xavier Sneed's dad. And she's like, oh, what's your son's name? He's like, Xavier. And she said, he breaks out his phone and just starts rolling through all these picks this year. Bruce Weber and K-State games. So you never know, Chuck, on any given day who you're going to run into. K-State. Maybe it'll be
2: Joey Bell. I think they have about four St. Louis kids. Levi Stockard, the Vashon kids on the bench. They have have the other guys. We'll have Xavier Snead from Hazelwood Central. Thank you. Another one of the Hazelwood Central kids, a freshman Williams. Oh, Williams, I want to say it's Cameron Williams. We'll check on that because there was two good Williamses. Off. We'll check on that. There were two good Williamses last year for Hazelwood Central. I remember that.
1: Uh, 855-282-8255. We've got a lot to get to clearly on the text line. Hopefully you heard Frank talking to the folks from Care to Learn, where they help with health, hunger, and hygiene for the greater St. Louis region. This is a chair that was started by Doug Pitt, Brad Pitt's brother. Oh, and what they do is uh, provide simple items. Could be a toothbrush, could be a coat, deodorant, breakfast, things that stand between children and belonging, basic unmet needs that cause pain and embarrassment. And they have started up to help those kids. They've been doing a great job over the years. You probably heard Sonus in here with Frank talking about it. Great sponsors of the event that's coming up on May 10th at the Coronado. Clayco is a presenting sponsor. Also,. Helping make this happen, worldwide technology and VPS. So if you'd like to go, this event is Friday, May 10th, which Frank announced was his birthday. I've never known his birthday until today. He said May 10th, his birthday. The event to raise money for Care to Learn is at the Coronado Building. Guests are encouraged to dress creatively on the theme. I believe it was a 007-inspired yes. event.
0: Yes,
1: uh, You can get involved at caretolearn.org, caretolearn.org. The event is called License. Take
2: care. K State three St. Louis kids: freshman Sean, Sean. Neal Williams from Hazelwood Central, junior Xavier Sneed, arguably their best player from Hazelwood Central, and Levi Stocker, the third sophomore from Vashon.
1: Uh, before the break. Off. what about uh, TMA
0: tonight? Tonight. Maybe uh, Albert Bell will be there. Maybe Albert Bell will show up because it's in. That'd be crazy. O'Fallon, Illinois, they say don't miss it, so maybe Albert Bell heard that and is going to show up there. Uh, starting at 6.30, I am told TMA Live that hot shots in O'Fallon, Illinois. There'll be uh, Doug Von t-shirts to give away. They'll raffle off a dinner, maybe a date with Doug for one. It's
1: not uh, a date, it's a dinner. One person
0: <laughs> with three of his friends will uh, will get a chance to have a dinner date with her? Doug. They'll I guess it could be her. Three of her friends. I'm assuming it'll be a guy. It is Sports Talk Radio, AM Radio. But uh, there'll be a raffle to determine who will who will participate in the trivia contest. That will determine the winner. There'll also be TMA-themed menu items and drinks as well. Fellowship for All, TMA Live in O'Fallon, Illinois. Also kicking off last week was the opening day uh, Budweiser presenting our opening day uh, giveaway from Budweiser, you can register at the L. Fallon Hot Shots tonight or at the, any of the other 11 Hot Shots in the St. Louis area. The winners will be drawn and announced on March 29th. While you're at Hot Shots, grab some great deals on Bud Family Pints every Tuesday night or Bud Family Pitchers every Saturday night. Nothing goes with Cardinals baseball like a nice cold Budweiser at Hot Shots. That's Cardinals Padres. Home opener this year.
1: Blues, Mizzou slew all winners last night. Tonight, Blues do it again. They're playing the Kings, and then the Illini also in action. You'll hear that right here on five nine of the Fan. We've got a lot to get to, Chuck. A lot of unresolved matters. We'll do it next on five nine of the
2: Fan.